0: This is a HeadGum
1: Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are.
0: Welcome to the campaign, after the campaign, after the campaign, this is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Eldermorn, everybody. Eldermorn. Eldermorn?
2: Eldermorn.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We've got, uh, it's, it's no longer shout out to the two crew. That's right. It's whoa, shout whoa. out to the Lou crew. Yeah. Oh, wow. The new crew is the Lou crew, baby. That's right. Uh, We've got (laughs) esteemed guest uh, Lou Wilson, our dear friend from uh, D20.
3: And movie star.
0: And movie star. Our first movie star. Include
2: all of my accolades when I am introduced. Let me pull Uh, up his IMDB real
3: quick.
0: Uh, Thank you.
2: Uh, But no, truly such a thrill to be here uh you know every young dimension 20 cast member counts their lucky stars (laughs) and waits for the day when they'll (laughs) get the call to to be on that
0: and today's my day baby
3: truly a call to adventure
0: (laughs) happy to make dreams come true uh just in case anyone um doesn't know um if you're not a um a patron, uh, or you haven't been reading like the Reddit or the Twitter stuff. Uh, Caldwell's on paternity leave. Him and his wife had a baby. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. Whoa! Congratulations.
3: Yeah, Jake didn't know yet. Yeah, Jake had. Holy no shit! Idea. What? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I fuck. I realized me and Caldwell and Murph have a text thread without you, and uh, I think that's okay. where we've been sharing pictures.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was excited when I saw Lou here instead, but I just did. I didn't. I didn't know what to expect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh but they're they're uh new uh growing family everybody's doing very well um and uh we're sending our love to caldwell and Susanna and the baby oh yeah and um yeah we've got uh so we're actually going to do something a little different for this guest arc rather than yeah, walk
3: me through it
0: yeah let me walk you know, talk through me through it, it what 's going on? <laughs> um, so rather than doing you know something where you know Zerk is captured or something like that, or we have to come up with some reason that he 's not here, we are instead going to do a Game of Thrones style thing and just cut to another part of the world with all new characters, so not only. Yes. Will Lou's character be new? But this is Emily's character will be new, Jake's character will be new,
3: and everyone that you play will probably be new, right?
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, so this is going to we've kind of teased things that are going on, um, around the king of uh Outerboro. Um, that's where that dude, uh, Petty Jack came from, and all the knights with the um jackalope sigils on them yeah. um they come from a place called heronford uh and there's all these kind of happenings going on around the uh, king there uh we've had a uh kind of suspicion we've heard a lot of rumblings that something was uh wrong there and now we're gonna find out what's wrong um by cutting to uh your guys characters Wow. Hell, yes. Hell yes! So uh these guys are going to be all we're all gonna be playing monks. You guys are all gonna be playing. Oops monks. all monks, yes! baby. Oops all monks.
3: Oops all monks, we're doing it.
0: Uh, and we've discussed it a little bit over text. Um, right now, we're gonna. Nothing is gonna be fully canon until we're in the episode, and we'll be able to give you guys like kind of uh, full background into the characters. Because right now, we're just gonna kind of get loose. Okay, thank and God. And we're gonna talk it out. Uh, thank <laughs> God. Except for Jake, a who, has a, who has a tight character, is ready to yes, talk right. about it full out backstory for a full minute.
3: I have uh. to tell you, I really like my character I came up with, but before I came on, I did pull some tarot cards to be like, okay, past, present, future, what do this, these three tarot cards mean? And I did come up with a good alt character.
0: Ooh, Ooh really? There you go. <laughs> That's yeah. always good before a character creation <laughs> session to just. Um... <laughs> decide on a different character yeah just a second no, guess I
3: yourself just thought was in it. i thought it would be like a fun way i was like oh, i wonder if you could come up with a character from doing past present future three card spread and actually it was a really really uh interesting way yeah, i
1: like it though yeah you know i also basically have two characters that i'm deciding between so really mm. yeah hey well,
2: great eight, uh- I only have one. I know what I want and I'm here to take it. Tonight, nice. go to claim it.
3: You know, you're better for it. You're honestly better. Hey, <laughs> I don't know I could
2: appreciate a depth chart. You know, I could I I could appreciate having some subs ready to go if
0: need be. Uh, sweet. Yeah, so um this crew um w- the lore is not completely set in stone yet and we'll kind of talk it out. But this idea of um this crew is going to be. Uh, right now, I'm calling them the Bloodbound, but I'm going to change it because that sounds too much like Bloodborne, and it also sounds. <laughs> it sounds a little too much like I'm trying to be goth. It sounds like a Hot Topic band, right? Okay, oh. I do
3: like it. I'm just putting it out there. I do like it. The but...
0: blood. Oh, we could call you guys the Bloodbound Gang, though, and that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> Bloodbound Gang does
2: it. That's uh, got a nice ring to it. Yeah, BBGs. <laughs>
0: Um, So uh, this idea is that um, the Bloodbound uh, temp name is uh, a dying order of warriors uh, who were once the pride of Outerborough back before the Empire back when it was its own territory. Um, Outerborough was constantly flanked by enemies to the north and the south, and they uh, didn't have as many natural resources as the people to the south, like down in the capital. So they couldn't mass produce steel, uh, so their warriors had to be the best. And the Bloodbound was once a massive army who dedicated their lives to training and enhancing their abilities with magical experiments. So it's kind of like... The unsullied meets the Night's Watch, meets Witchers. It's like you don't. Meets
1: Jason Bourne.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why, Jake? Why?
0: Because I need to find out who Treadstone was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Lou, I don't know if you know this about Jake, but he really loves Matt Damon. Okay. Hey, that's. And
3: I love John Wick, so I'm. I can figure out
0: someone to love. (laughs) Uh, Tom
2: Cruise is the man. (laughs) (laughs) I love Night and Day.
3: I was just gonna say that one night and day is such a such a great tom it's Cruise great movie camera Diaz is it. a
2: killer and she's awesome I, oh yeah and
3: she's great where? charlie if you see her in charlie's angels she's a great action uh actress in my opinion she's, and she's talented yeah. i think mm-hmm.
2: she's just fantastic and i don't know why uh <laughs> she needs somebody call honestly i want to sub out let's put <laughs> can you guys see Cameron Diaz? <laughs> You
0: really? know what, why don't we do two guests? We're going to do Lou. Cameron, why don't you pipe up? We've done your intro. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cameron. Well, she's being That's shy. a cool idea. Cameron. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to
1: send her a link to the Zoom. One yeah. second. One second. <laughs>
0: Hold on. She's in the waiting room. I didn't let her in yet. Can uh, you please admit Cameron, Cameron? In, Cameron? Admit Cameron Diaz Cameron. she's Zoom, in the waiting room. your Zoom is... Your, uh, mic, is, uh, Cameron, your mic is muted. Cameron, your mic is muted.
1: Yeah, we can see you, but we can't hear you, Cameron. No, you
0: have a really nice house. No, that's awesome. No, you have to... Uh, Okay, you know what? We'll bring her on for the next arc. Camera Diaz. We'll give the to everybody. Next arc. Um, next, arc. We had- next
3: arc will be Cameron. It's fine. Honestly, she was deciding between like five different characters, which is just far too scatterbrained. We
0: don't, we don't have the time for that, yeah, all right? She's, she's a little too <laughs> crunchy. She's into like the numbers side of D&D. I don't think she would have been very performative. So. No.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was mad we didn't have a battle map.
3: Classic Camera Diaz.
0: <laughs> yeah, she was like, we're not going to play in person. We're like, there's a pandemic. She was like, no minis? Yeah. He's like, I don't play unless there's minis. I said, Cameron, you're being unreasonable. Cameron Diaz, you are being unreasonable. (laughs) Um, Imagine imagine if we just put uh, with Lou Wilson and Cameron Diaz in the episode title. (laughs) Two
4: movie stars on the podcast. It'd be such Such a a
3: disservice to Lou because then everyone would be like, Where's Cameron Diaz? Yeah. Hey,
2: Lou was
0: okay, but I'm really mad.
2: <laughs> Cameron Diaz wasn't on the pod.
3: Yeah, what a
0: what a weird way to undercut your friends is to have them <laughs> on the show and then also put a movie star in the name <laughs> with
3: them. Like an old school movie star in a way that no movie star will ever get to be again. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> featuring Jake Hurwitz and Leonardo DiCaprio. What <laughs> the fuck? Why is uh, Jake was fine? I have to share billing Leo. with Leo. Um, So anyway, yes. so we've got this group um, that we're calling uh, the Bloodbound for now. Um, Already,
3: uh it feels incredibly special hearing you describe us, like knowing that we're coming, that we get to just like... Plop our butts into this lore.
0: Oh yeah, yes, plop yeah. our so
3: unworthy like the, butts.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're like the number one commodity this town has ever <laughs> yes.
1: had. Like, just like the on closest now. thing to superheroes that were was yes. created in Elder. Well, you guys
0: are, <laughs> yes. Well, we're gonna talk about that because you guys are dwindling a little bit. Um, yes. So right now, oh, yes. uh, so. So as Outerborough joined the empire, this was still this was several hundred years ago, the bloodbound dwindled, uh, but it was still part of kind of the tradition of Outerborough. So young soldiers could elect to either kind of take the path of blood or the path of steel, um which is kind of regular knighthood. The latter was much more popular. You guys were kind of the last class of bloodbound. Um, uh, who kind of decided as young people, even when you guys were young, the order was dying, but decided like, I want to do this. I want to prove this to myself. Um, and rather than, you know, getting all of the spoils of knighthood, getting your own land, getting your own glory, getting to, uh, do tournaments and things like that, which like most of the other young people were attracted to you guys instead Trained all day and had good, magic good. experiments done onto you so you could become as powerful as possible.
3: I cannot wait to absolutely look down on every night we meet. <laughs> oh, yeah. T-
2: truly Just spitting so- on anyone else. <laughs> I gotta say, it feels like Cowards
3: Bloodbound is sticking and already. fame Seekers. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, So I imagine you guys right now look like you're extremely fit, like 50 or 60 year olds, but you could potentially Mm -hmm. be like, you know, between 100 and 150 years old um, because of the kind of magical mutations that you've undergone. Um, Mm -hmm. We also talked about this a little bit uh, on text, which I thought might be some fun lore and kind of to give you guys a shared backstory of this idea that the sort of Magical enhancements that you guys were given kill most uh, of the bloodbound soldiers when they're young so they get like super you know ripped and powerful and can do all these magic things but then they end up dying in their 30s like basically as soon as you come out of your prime you die but you guys like for whatever reason your genetics you guys go in the opposite direction
1: something spe- special about Some- us. something yeah. little special
0: about you guys <laughs> So I think like ninety nine percent of the blood bound are like a little bit cursed, and then there's this one percent who end up living like into their hundreds, like you guys age, you know, one year every two and a half years or something like that. Awesome. Uh, so awesome. We, yes.
3: So are there more that, than just the three of us? Do you think or are we? No, you ju- guys.
0: You guys are the last. We're ones. the last three. So the, the last, last blood three. bound. we the last three. They're the rest no of our blood. Ones? There's no. There's that no is other
3: gonna ones. make if any of us go down stakes so high.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it it is a little bit of that you know Witcher thing where there is a little bit of that people are intimidated by you. There's definitely some people who. There's a little bit of a Han Solo thing to it when like talking about Jedi's it's just like ah give me a breastplate and a sword any day like whatever crazy magic you're doing I don't need to do that. Yeah. There's some people who still really look up to it and are just like uh, wow it's crazy what you guys have accomplished but there's other people who are like a little bit dismissive of it. Um and it's almost like folklore at this point where some people probably don't believe that you guys can do what you can do.
3: Um, oh, can't wait to fucking prove them wrong. Yeah, true praise seekers. <laughs> I'm talking so big, and then my first roll will be like a one. Yeah. That, isn't that? That's the I try to show of like... off to a four year old girl. I rolled a one.
2: <laughs> All this build up from Murph is just convincing me that I'm gonna like walk into this, whisper to my weapons like I plan on doing, and then and then just immediately just eat it for fucking six rounds oh and feel like. <laughs>
0: yeah I really yeah I want to establish that you guys are like the old class that is getting like kind of pushed out by the newcomers. So you could by mm-hmm. all means go in there like your hot shots, but you are, you know eighty year olds who look like they're sick little rusty, who... little
1: rusty here I think a, a a
3: yeah, I was gonna say whenever <laughs> whenever things go wrong, we could just be like, oh, just, things just aren't like they used to be,
2: yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah oh when i was when I was thirty and not 147, <laughs> Oh. <laughs>
0: If I wasn't 147, I'd come over there and kick your ass. 90 years ago, I would have nailed that. (laughs) Um, But anyway, we can kind of decide as we talk about your guys' characters kind of where they would fit in. Like you guys would obviously, you know, have some kind of connection. Whether you would be like great friends or not is kind of up to you. But you would have this shared history that um, would definitely connect you in profound ways. But you can kind of decide if, like, oh, this person is kind of the king's advisors getting, like, pushed aside as these, like, mm. reaper worshipers are kind of showing up. This person uh, is retired and is sometimes brought in as an advisor or something like that. Like, you know, we can kind of play around with it. But... Um, would anybody like to go first and kind of talking about their character? Whoa, should we roll for it? Right. Ooh,
3: let's roll, let's
0: for roll it. for it. Lou, L- do you have it. dice nearby?
1: I do. Oh, does the high number go first or the low? High
3: know? number goes first. I got a six.
1: Shout out to the two crew. Ooh, wow, I got a
0: six. A six and, and I a too, vicious I?
1: start. I got a.
0: Three. A three guys okay. <laughs> terrible star wow. so this is, hey. little, Man, this rusty. is real bad. little Rusty. Little <laughs> Rusty. Emily with a big six goes first. What a terrible. Oh
3: right. I was thinking because I used <laughs> the dice that I'm thinking of using for my character and it rolled me a six and I was like, okay, well, you and I are gonna have a talk. Yeah. Um, so originally when we first talked, I was like, uh okay, so I'll take like a level of cleric or or something so that I can have some heals, right? Because it's like oh, for three monks. Uh, and so with that, I kind of it kind of informed. Mm, maybe that's not the right place to start. I don't even know how to begin. Okay,
1: <clears throat> I can't believe Cameron Diaz is watching and yeah. not saying anything to this.
3: <laughs>
0: Cameron, stop looking so judgmental. Just <laughs> she's chatting.
3: She fucking hates it. Um. Okay. So. I basically I uh the things I'm thinking of doing are I'm going to do mostly ascendant dra- way of the ascendant dragon monk. Um the idea being kind of that like as an angry young youth, I went to this program, they jacked me up with some sort of draconic alterations um and turned me into like a cold blooded killer. However, as I've gotten older, I'm now starting to regret all of the murder and assassination and I've turned towards cultivating plants um because I wish to I wish to create life. Um, out of all the death I caused. Um, mm. So originally I was thinking like, oh, I'll be Ascendant Dragon and I'll have like one level of peace cleric because that feels like a nice uh, thing. But then I started thinking about it because I really want my character to have this like one little plant that she carries around with her that is like uh struggling, but she's trying to keep alive as like almost an act of penitence for everything that she did. I <laughs> um, love that. And um, and I started thinking about it, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I should be because I have like this like f- like fire breath kind of stuff I can do." Um, I started to think that maybe I should take to get the heels for the group. I think I might actually take two levels of druid and do um, circle of wildfire druid so that Ooh, I'm like hey. learning how to use the ash of my fire to create life and cultivate my plants.
1: That's cool. <laughs> Hell yes.
3: Currently, her name is Tarragon Snake Root. Oh, it's Tarragon Snake Root because I'm thinking of taking the po- uh, poisoner feet. Uh, so I could poison people. <laughs> nice. You're like that's part of her like assassin background, right? Um, and my plants could be poisonous. I haven't decided if she's like exclusively cultivates, uh, but I think she's learning how to cultivate plants. So I think that in terms of like retirement, I'm almost seeing her kind of in retirement, just trying to learn how to cultivate plants, and r- maybe re- reluctant to come back and kill again.
0: So this would that's this cool. would almost be like one last job. If you were being yes,
3: I'm wondering Whoa. if she's in one last job territory. Um, one last job. So yes, I'm picturing her just being like a silver-haired woman with a little plant that she's trying to keep alive mid battle.
1: <laughs> and the, the climate up here the, isn't the climate up here like super cold, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely cold. So it's it, it's really it? cool to like struggle to keep your plants alive. Yes. Like you have like yes, a little to, like, greenhouse to, like, or something. It,
3: I'll have to be like breathing little fire. Yes, you also, yeah, fire breath <laughs> to I also the feel oil. like. The um, I also feel like the circle of wildfire druid. Ha- since I have like a little um, since I have a little wildfire spirit, I can conjure. I can essentially dragon breathe it into life, which seems really nice. So, that's cool. Yeah, Emily had so a that's... really
0: cool idea off mic, which is uh that this one plant that she's struggling to keep alive is a super super rare plant that grows oh. after uh dragon fire burns something.
3: Yeah, so it, grows, like it grows from by... the soil of raised of villages that have been raised by dragons. But since that doesn't happen anymore, it's like an, almost extinct. So this is like one of the last ones and I'm trying to keep it alive. But it's like a metaphor for Tarragon that she's like, I have to keep this alive because if I can keep this alive, it will it will like um, absolve me of all the death in my past.
1: Right, that's like the life. <laughs> and it's like a super rare life that you're giving back to, to yes. the world that hasn't been around for a while. Yes, a sad but little I think succulent her little green...
3: This also comes specifically coinciding with the fact that uh, my New Year's resolution for 2021 is to learn how to grow plants. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, that's my thoughts of uh, what I might do. Deep Root? tarragon snake snake root root because snake root is a poisonous plant. Specifically, it killed Abraham Lincoln's mother. Whoa. But like a snake feels similar to a dragon and tarragon is an herb that can also be called like, I guess sometimes tarragon is also called dragon.
0: Was Abraham Lincoln's mom like poisoned by someone or was she just like eaten eaten roots?
3: Frankly, Murph, I don't know the details (laughs) because I'm not a sick fuck who wants to know about every single death. I'm wow. Just Holy
1: shit. <laughs> all the tragedy Lincoln suffered. God okay. damn.
0: Never had it easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: so well, that's why, what I'm
3: thinking.
0: Why don't we um why don't we talk about everybody's characters and then maybe we could talk about how you all kind of we know how you all know each other, but we can kind of talk about how you interact or what your relationship is like now, maybe after we talk about everybody's character. So I I believe next in the initiative order at a big is, three
3: with a three
0: oh, wow. is our guest <laughs> is Lou Wilson. Three. Big three. do you want to talk a little um, bit about uh, your character? I just
3: realized every time we roll a two on this, we should say shout-out to the Lou crew oh, yeah. during wow. this art. That's right.
1: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that way
2: people will... I, and to imagine the, the people listening and dropping in, they'll hear and they'll it'll be like, they say this all the time, it'll be like, no, it's just it's just when I'm in town. What a thrill. Special. Um, no, I... Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I was thrilled when we went with, like, all monks. And I think I, I spent... I always, like, every time I make a character, I feel like I'm always torn between, like, do I, like, go online and get, like, real crunchy and figure out how I can do unreal amounts of damage for, like, the four episodes or I'm here? Or do I go find and, like, do something that actually sounds, like, fun? Uh, and uh, I I feel like this is a nice, like, Synthesis, I uh, I guess it's the way of the Kensai. Mm-hmm. Is that or Kensai?
3: I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm so excited you're playing. I looked at it.
2: Yeah, I I, I don't know. I think I felt, especially like in like the diversity of the monks, it felt like it would be yeah. cool to have a monk that was into some weapons.
3: Yeah,
0: um, I've never seen somebody play. Do, are you going to use like a sword? Like what? A, yeah, that's awesome. gonna, gonna, You're
3: going like to be able to use t- a bunch of weapons, right?
0: Yeah, I, I we're going to have that's like cool. I think a
2: bow and a uh and like a sword so i'll be That's a monk sick. with a like wielding a building, <laughs> yes. like, two-handed long sword um, oh. or or honestly also thinking about it, a, a battle axe uh, just Ooh, to dude. get wild yeah. um but yeah wanted to be a way of the kensei monk and i think we'll probably go full a full all levels into kensei monk
3: monks are i'm only multiclassing because we needed like a healer and then 100%. when it like presented itself as like as like a good narrative i went for it yeah. it's definitely not optimized i'm sure
2: well i mean i think i also i was like thinking about dipping into like rogue for a little bit or dipping but they their mm. level their level 11 ability essentially allows you to like guarantee it like lets you add a plus if you like d- drop three key points into it it allows you to add a permanent or not permanent but like a Plus three to attack and to damage. Yeah, Uh, I saw that. That's fucking so cool. (laughs) Uh, and then I want to like pick up, I think as part of like the lore of the character, but also to do, to be cool, I think I want to pick up, uh, do magic initiate one level of warlock and get hex. And so I could use hex. Uh, To add a D6 to that. I'm uh, doing Faye Touched.
3: I'm doing Faye t- I, uh, cause I kind of built my character already and I took, yeah. um, uh, fate Touched so I could mm-hmm. get Hunter's Mark.
2: Exactly. Hey, I, yeah. I, I see it. the vision. We're, in the, the we're in the
3: same zone here. <laughs> uh,
2: but in terms of the character, I think I got really excited when Murph started talking about, uh, you know, that cut ki- the kind of elements of like weird magic modification. Um, and, you know, kind of in blending what like the whole Kensei Warriors thing is, it's just like you move with your weapons like they're a part of you. Uh, mm. and, uh, and like they're kind of like your paintbrush, your canvas. I think there is something. I love the idea of playing a monk who's just like deeply, like I don't know on a magical level what's going on, but I feel like there's like a deep, deep attachment to my weapons almost like a linus and his blanket kind of (laughs) vibe of like i i will not go anywhere without them if you don't take take my sword away i'm so upset and like (laughs) like uncontrollably like can't like i don't know what the attunement is but it's like i think there's just a level of attachment between me and my weapons that is like uh like baby like it's like I don't yeah. I don't think they're my mother. I don't I don't think I will and I also don't want to be like axe hand like that was I didn't want to be like a dude who was like my hand is an axe like yeah. just, that doesn't sound like that much fun for me. <laughs> um,
3: I, I think that sounds so fun because I as a person will get incredibly emotionally attached to an object in a yes. way that feels yes, it's it's a different level of connection. Yeah. It's
0: also it's it's interesting. Um Comparing it to Tarragon's kind of way of dealing with the past is like Tarragon's like, I kind of wanna escape this, I wanna get away with this and uh, Or like I wanna take what's been
3: given to me and and create life with it instead of death. Yes. And
0: your character feels more like I'm gonna hang on to these old ways. I'm gonna yeah.
3: hang on to these old ways.
2: As we're talking I'm 100% imagining that my weapons are like crusty and like rusty and kind of nasty. Like the but edges are have. perfect. Cuz you don't sharp. even
3: trust someone to clean them. No, I,
2: and I and I honestly am nervous about cleaning them. Uh so I think they're just like kind of nasty. Uh, I think they have like, I think, I think like the, it's mostly gonna be like a bow and a, and like a, uh, either a sword or an axe. I think uh. the bow's name is Fang. Uh, I don't know, which one, one is Fang and one is gonna be, oh, yeah, I think it's one is Claw and one is Fang. Hell yeah. Uh, nice. yeah. Oh, I also thought it would be fun if we, if, I don't know what kind of positions we may have as the remaining members of the Bloodborne, uh, but, uh, or blood bound, excuse me. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, w- I think I would love to be in charge of recruitment, uh, if like, Ooh. and just be terrible at it. Uh, <laughs> trying to generate signups. There's a reason there's only three you're of the us reason. left
3: that is failing you haven't signed anyone up
0: in years
2: yes it's mostly me screaming people calling people wussies you have to put
1: the swords away when you show up at their doorstep they're too absolutely
2: not i have to show them what they are the legacy the tradition they are becoming a part of all you Um, do is
3: emphasize the discipline and how much you have to give up exactly
2: there's none of the fun sacrifice is
3: the greatest joy of life
2: most people die by the time they're 30 Imagine <laughs> having zero attachment to anything but
0: your brothers in arms uh, and
3: your weapons and your arms. Yeah.
0: Uh, and meanwhile, yeah, uh, I think there's like a probably a captain of the guard who has just like a, an awesome cape and competes in tourneys and stuff and is probably yeah, just throws parties. Yeah, it's probably like your nemesis. Oh, 100%. Just uh, like a, and and now you guys are old, so he's probably like gray haired, but like still like very like well mannered in court and stuff. And
3: I'm yes. also picturing I'm picturing a situation. This is me just like um, imagine I'm imagining a situation where Tarragon is compromised and the plant is in danger, and I'm just picturing whatever your character's name is like going and like trying to pick it up, but not willing to put down his sword. Mm. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's I'm for sure like doing that thing where you try and like scoot it onto your foot. I'm like trying to balance it on like using the tip of my sword trying to push it cuz yeah i am I'm not putting them down that's that's crazy that's don't be crazy
3: I'm also picturing you at coat check just being like what do you mean I can't bring a sword into a restaurant
2: uh, you know what you guys go in I'll wait
0: I'll wait you just have dinner do the whole thing I'll be outside just let me know do when you're the done
3: whole thing
0: <laughs> I wonder if too if if um a fun thing about these bloodbound is maybe this was all the project of like a single mage who was almost Ugh. like a lich or something who lived for like a mm. very long time. And maybe that mage at some point went bad or went crazy or it went so there's there's a little bit of a um Blemish on kind of your honor there, so it's also really hard to wow. recruit because it's just like, wasn't that made by the Mad Mage Arcanius? It's just like, don't fucking talk about him. He's got
1: hey, nothing. We don't, don't know that him. guy anymore, yeah. okay?
3: Exactly. Don't talk but about father like that. <laughs>
2: exactly. Check your sources because there is some stuff where he's like kind of he's like fine. Like I don't know, it depends on the angle. If you, I mean, if you're asking me, I think that I think there's an angle where you look at it and it's it's kind of okay. So you kind of uh, have
3: to like just write off some of his later stuff. Yeah.
2: Exactly. I think there was so much good stuff. And then he got into the weird ripping souls out of Sorry, people's bodies. Sorry, the music stuff, from the and that tourney was up, coming sure. in through the
1: window. And I need to, I want to go to the turning.
3: I love yeah. the idea that we are created by someone who became the Mad Mage. <laughs> yes. Yeah, weren't you
0: yeah, one of the Mad Mage's pupils? No, he just experimented on us.
3: I am one of yes. his experiments, thank yeah. you. Well, pupils, so actually, a pretty sympathetic if you Huge think difference. about it. Massive.
0: yeah I actually it would be kind of different because it would be like if you guys were you know given magic magical abilities by a wizard but then you have your own order so you have your own captains and you have your own people who are teaching you things so it's like you guys don't have an actual connection to you know the mages or wizards who made you guys magical what makes you guys like special is your training and stuff like that so like you there could be like a uh, you know, sort of a sore spot of being like, you know, it's almost like a a an athlete that's on steroids or something. It's just like, yeah. you still have to work out. It's not because of the steroids. You don't get it. Yes.
3: <laughs> it was the training, not the genetic had- modification.
2: I earned this. Yeah. This just helps. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I
3: earned this. And can I fly? Do I have dragon's wings? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> and I earned them. I earned my dragon wings.
1: I earned those at the gym.
3: Do you know how many push-ups you have to do to turn your traps into wings?
0: <laughs> um, Lou, is there anything else about your character that you'd like to share? Do you have a name or anything? I gotta
2: yeah. work on the name. I'll I'll try and come up that's with fine. the end of, by the end of this session zero, I think I might have I'll work I'll I'll start churning on that. <laughs> Just completely
0: check out. Just completely check out
2: and think of names sometimes. Yeah.
3: Lou, are you teasing dropping your name at the end of this episode? <laughs>
2: Yeah, what's up? So the very the last thing that's going to happen honestly after Murph Tarantined. says goodbye is going to be my day's drop. name is was... drop.
3: Cameron
0: Diaz. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh Tarantum, my god. Sweet root and Cameron Diaz. <laughs> Diaz. Okay, if, a cool band, if
3: you're but... going to be Cameron Diaz, no, I'm going to have, have to Cam- be more Cam- I mean, or be Lucy Liu. I might be Ben
1: Stiller. <laughs> That'd yeah. be kind
3: of
4: rad. <laughs>
0: Uh, speaking of um, Jake's characters, it was not going to be Ben Stiller.
3: Uh, Jake, you want to okay. chat
0: about uh, your What about
3: Ren Stiller?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect. So, Excellent. So, yeah.
1: So he's had a crush on uh, Lou's character, Cameron Diaz, like forever since right. high school, right? Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: This is a fastball down the middle. And then he
3: and jizzes he on it. his ear. <laughs> and then he jizzes
1: um. on his
0: own ear.
3: <laughs> Doesn't that happen in yeah. that movie?
1: It sure does. Yeah. Wow. What a flick. <laughs> um, Brett <Favre's laughs> in it at one point. Yeah, Brett um, so it I think, um, I was thinking of modeling my character almost after like the Cranog men from Game of Thrones. Uh, so he's like a dude from the bog. Um, a little bit like <laughs> essentially if you look at um, Matthew McConaughey's character in a uh, true detective, like a bayou, oh. kind of like a wise mm. bayou guy. Mm. Um, yeah he is a way of mercy monk,
3: which is very cool and I actually i was literally between way of mercy and way of ascendant dragon and when you said that, I was like, thank you <laughs> because I was so conflicted what's your you Sweet. to way yeah.
0: of mercy what is what is cool about those
1: guys it so way of mercy is like if you with your flurry of blows with your offhand, if you want, you can heal somebody, but also if you want, you could harm somebody. So it's almost like yeah. you make a choice. It's like, yeah. and then as like at higher levels, you can use, you can do it like twice. You could like heal and harm with like the same, same attack.
3: Yeah. You basically use one of your, one of your flurry of blows to do, uh, could, you can do it to heal.
1: Right. So I could like heal Lou and harm harm somebody else.
0: I'm hearing the narrative kind of come together. You've got Lou's character who's like sticking with the old ways. You've got Jake's character that sounds like he's kind of in the middle. And then you've got Emily's character who sounds like she's trying to find like peace in her older age. I love that.
4: Ooh. I, love <laughs> I think it there it
1: is. I love it. um Yeah. And I kind of like the idea of him being almost like a, like a, um, like, a motivational speaker or something that, like, but that's, like, not actually wise. You know, like, when somebody is just, like, it's it's not about what you do, it's about how you do it. Like, yeah. if you listen to a Matthew McConaughey interview, he just, like, has all these, like, weird... Like, platitudes. Uh, and- yeah, yeah, weird platitudes that basically mean nothing. Yeah. Um, and that's what I want my guy to be, like, spouting all the time.
0: Just, like, finding the positivity in life as a... Mm-hmm. Uh, warrior who
1: gave up his whole life it's not about how you live it's about how you die <laughs>
3: are you gonna go for the plague doctor mask that's in the uh...
1: oh yeah um so then that was the other thing like when i f- when i fight i want to wear a plague doctor mask which is like a giant black bird beak looking mask it yeah. looks fucking awesome and i'm using uh, i want to use Kanku stats and kind of like Flavor him almost like a like a crow. It's so cool. Ooh.
3: Yeah, that very much fits
0: this aesthetic too. Because we're doing kind of that.
1: Like... So
3: you're like crow inspired. I'm dragon inspired, and then Lewis weapon inspired.
0: <laughs> yes, weapon
2: inspired. No, no animal animal connection oh, cl- there.
3: Claws? No claws and oh, fangs. Claws. though.
2: I did. I, I came up bear. with the names claw and fang when we in another. We were also in the text off mic. We were discussing possibly having animalistic. Yeah. Uh, influences and in that I was like, oh, Yes,
1: my character would uh would be those would be my claws and my fangs.
3: Yeah, Um, that's cool.
1: Yeah, I also want to have a dog. That was the other thing that I've been toying with. Ah. I like don't know if I'm ready for the responsibility of having a familiar because I fucked up so hard in my first try.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know, Jake, I'm gonna as someone who often likes to have a familiar, and I know people complain about it, but I think that my DMs give me familiars because they know I use them and make use Mm -hmm. of them and bring them into play a lot. You just can't forget about them.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little dog mini. I want it to be a dog. I'm gonna put it right, but I'm I think I was gonna make the dog really lazy, so that way if I forget oh, about fun. the dog, it's just like oh, they were asleep.
3: Oh, that's yeah. Good.
0: Maybe it's almost like because when you have a familiar, you have like kind of a connection to them. So maybe the idea is that like the dog is old and has lived an unnaturally long life, but it's just an old dog, so he's just sleepy all the time. <laughs>
3: That'll be That's good because I'll have my potted plant. Lou will have his weapons, and you'll have your dog, and we'll all have a we'll, ha- we'll all have an equally rational attachment to something.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. uh, Jake, do you have anything else you want to share about your character?
1: Um, oh, I think that his name is going to be Bo Babino.
3: Bo Babino. Bo
1: Babineau. These are some ama- <laughs> guys. I'm honestly very
2: intimidated to even suggest a name <laughs> at this point. With everything going on.
3: Bo Bavino, Tarragon, Snake Root. I keep forgetting my last name. Tarragon, Snake Root, and Cameron Diaz.
2: And (laughs) Cameron Diaz. (laughs) I mean that's I mean that's a squad if I've
0: ever Yeah, heard technically one. <laughs> we're not lying then if we say with Lou Wilson and Cameron Diaz because Cameron Diaz will <laughs> Whoa. be on the show, it just won't
2: be That the way would you think. be really Guys, good. Guys, it sounds like I
0: have to name my character Cameron
2: Diaz. <laughs> I, well, I got to be merge. honest. god, so our honest, SEO business is fucked. Business-wise,
3: it would be amazing. We would get so many downloads if we could say featuring Cameron Diaz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> so,
3: if you could just our completion to rate would be really <laughs> bad. <laughs> We'd get a
0: lot of people <laughs> clicking for Cameron. It's <laughs> it's definitely something that a corporation would do like think was a good idea is just like get celebrities at all costs and don't think of the fact that you would just make your whole audience would be like okay why
1: change our cover art to cameron diaz with a sword
0: yeah (laughs) i love this this is a great idea we'll get a ton of clicks yeah
2: could that just be for this campaign the art is just always cameron diaz with a sword and i'm fine with my character looking like cameron diaz if that's how
1: we want to skin it
3: uh, oh okay, we, maybe mine should too. Yeah, yeah three, can
2: three, we all just
0: be three
1: three look alike's.
3: <laughs> silver-haired Cameron Diaz. That's
1: interesting. And I'll just and I'll be full on Ben Stiller. I okay. think that works. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Two Camerons and a Stiller.
3: I think I'll, I think <laughs> I'll actually look like Ben uh Ben Stiller and Cameron Diaz's child.
1: <laughs> nice. Ooh, I
3: love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, great. This is all really good, everyone. Uh, really good and usable. Um, <laughs> the blood bound. Yeah. Why don't we? We were so it- badass when Murph started talking. We were yeah. so
1: badass. The blood bound. Special experiments, and now we're by we're the dead. end, it's like we're Cameron Diaz, Ben Stiller, Stiller bound, and their yeah. offspring. Yes. <laughs> How did we lower our status so much in forty minutes? I don't know. I think we've only climbed. <laughs>
4: Hey there, Nadpoles. Did you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money.
0: Uh so why don't why don't we uh talk about th- a little bit the context of this adventure. So we've talked about kind of uh what the background is of these warriors. Uh but let's talk about kind of the scene in this area called Heronford. So, uh, Heronford is where the castle of the king uh, Thurston Brightleap is. Um, and as we've heard uh, in the campaign so far, the king is uh, very sick and is possibly um, going to die soon. So, the situation you guys find yourself in is there are some kind of claims to the throne coming up, and there may be some people uh, coming into town. Uh, we will describe it at the top of the uh, official episode um, uh, to kind of set the lore into stone. Um, But there's this kind of tenuous period of um, kind of trying to do a smooth transition while certain powers that be want to keep the king alive um, and others, you know, kind of want him to die and, and, and uh, want the throne for themselves. Uh, So you guys are going to be kind of in a position where you're, loyalties will kind of be questioned because i think yeah
1: do we would we like the king would we be like happy with with yeah. our experiments done on us or do we resent it because like Matt, like uh yeah uh jason bourne thought he, he didn't like the experiments <laughs> interesting so I'm just trying okay to-
3: whereas like um john wick um had <laughs> traded a uh, cool assassin currency
0: yeah. Cool. So you guys kind of, kind of have to decide where you stand on the Wick versus Born scale. Well, okay. Is there any chance it's kind of an
2: IMF situation where, for the most part, they're good, but then they're when Rogue Nation, it's kind of overtaken from within mm. and things change. Is it like that? I
0: don't okay. know mm. as much about uh, that's Jason kind of Moore.
1: like a Diaz in a way because like <laughs> yeah. if you think about it Cameron Diaz's character and there's something about Mary was very trusting until people violated her trust okay and, mm, you know. so we'll say she's started- also
3: a really good dance she's a really bad dancer in Charlie's Angels but she it starts out with her having a, a cool sequence that she's doing a really good job
1: oh nice so
0: Interesting. yeah so we'll say dia Cameron camera diaz if you're kind of in the middle um john wick if you're like very pro um uh mutant warrior and uh of course we've got jason Bourne if you're mad about it um yeah i would Wait, this say- is
3: actually a really good question though like would the ki- what would the king's thought of our existence be? so would it be like
0: so we will establish this in the episode, but um, kind of what I've been toying around with, uh, it's kind of a happy accident that the um, last name of the king was Brightleap. And the reason I did that is because their house sigil was the jackalope, which I thought was like a cool mythical animal. But I think um, since this is this tradition, I think Brightleap will be like a very, very old family. And I think there was a Brightleap who was the kind of the first hero of the Bloodbound. So I think you guys oh. do- feel a commitment to this family. Mm. The the official sort of stance is that you are the warriors of this family. So okay. going with tradition, you would be like I want to defend this king.
3: Question. Are we the warriors of this family or are we the warriors of uh of the office of king? That's that ca- is an kind of up, up for
0: up for debate. It's kind of so far you haven't had to deal with that. Mm. Um <laughs> Because there have been just bright leaps throughout the uh, generations. Yeah. Right. Um, so,
1: yeah, it's like King's Guard in um, in Game of Thrones almost. Where, like, they just have to... It's like they're loyal to the office, not necessarily the family.
0: Right. So, since there has... Since the office of this particular territory has always Has been never had. The bright yeah. leaps, mm. you guys haven't had to, like, make that distinction. So, it is kind of like if mm. there was a new king... Um, who wasn't a bright leaper said that you would kind of have to decide are we loyal to the to the uh, you know crown or are we do loyal you, to this family Interesting.
3: do you think that we took oaths definitely. and some sort of initiation
0: yes you definitely took uh so we should definitely to... decide
3: at, even it can be amongst the three of us or all four of us can decide if uh, at some point before we play if what those oaths were worded as right mm-hmm. that yeah sure we should oh. really inform that is yeah. true
1: you
0: would actually right now we're kind of just like we should write it our out, oath but, like the night's watch. Oh that's that, awesome. that would just be rad.
3: I, I would love that because I would love for Tarragon to be a bit oath bound, you yeah. know, even though she's trying to um she's trying to atone for um what a fucking killer she was most of her life.
1: Yeah. Yeah both kind of looking for an out like just like pouring over the oath like it could be
3: interpreted <laughs> like this. <laughs> I'm
0: looking for an out <laughs> I I think maybe if you guys were to take an oath my guess would be that it would probably be to the crown. It would probably be to like outer borough. It would be mm. this idea of this like mm. territory as ah, like so the strength of the territory. The territory. So cool. protecting it. So I think it might cool. be a little up for interpretation.
3: That um, is kind of cool because then that almost puts it, then you really do have to analyze the situation to know how to best protect the territory.
0: Yeah, Yeah. And so you guys are in this position too, right? Where you know... That um, when you guys were playing as Fia, Zerk, and Henry, you've heard that there's kind of this um, worm tongue situation going on, where there are there's a sorceress apparently. There's like these reaper, you know, there's these reaper influencers that are um, in the castle advising the king right now. So you guys are in this tough spot where you might be like uh, either. Great. Uh, these people might bring more power to Outerboro. Or you might be like, I don't trust these people. They might kill the king or something like that. Or they might t- mm-hmm. try to take the crown for themselves. And like. Um,
3: so, would we have seen a time um, in in the history of this place that would be more trickster? Like, would, would we have seen this sort of kingdom as like a, a trickster kingdom at some point? Or.
0: So, the, as far as like trickster versus. Um, reaper in your guys everyday life is not as much of a thing like i okay. i would i would think that the, your guys kind of part of the world is a little bit we more like- Don't know much
3: about trickster and we're becoming aware of the Reaper sort of religious sect because they're starting to influence
0: the general generally across Eldermorn. It's because you've got the sprites who are kind of like, um, you know, these fairies that are of the trickster. You're aware of the trickster's existence, um, but it might it might even be seen as kind of like a nuisance. Um, Yeah. Uh, and there's kind of no purpose in, like, if you follow the trickster, you're doing that because you really believe in those ideals. You don't really mm-hmm. gain anything. the trickster is not, like, the type of god that, you know, demands worship or something like that. And then on the other side, the reaper is so, you know, for lack of a better word, like, grim, that if you're super religious with the reaper, there's kind of, it's it's kind of a red flag, Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, so you probably wouldn't be that either.
3: Okay, so I'm gonna use I'm gonna flavor like the sort of druidic stuff if I go if I go with that. It's tough because the one level of cleric peace cleric is like such a good ability that would give us all, and it, I really want to do it, but I just feel like the flavor of going for the wildfire makes more sense. Um, but uh, if I do that, I think like the sort of and. Mm, et- powers or magic that would come to Tarragon would be more coming from this original experiment and mm. having nothing to do with the trip trickster. Right. Which is good. That's cool. how I would prefer it.
1: What kind of what kind of battles were we fighting in our prime? So when you guys yeah. were in your
0: prime, so you guys are probably like um younger ones of you would be like around a hundred and the oldest you would be would probably be like around like one fifty or something like that. So Damn. probably like 80 90 years ago you guys were up north fighting um like giants and stuff in the valley as they were trying to um so cool. attack the empire so Sick. by the time you guys were born by the time you guys were in the bloodbound it was already dying you guys were this small crew who um, had teachers who talked about the old days um, back when it was more popular, but it wasn't even popular then. There's like six or seven generations before it was really a thing. You guys did this kind of to be special um, when you were okay. young. You kind of made that decision. I,
3: I am definitely going to have lots of cool scars from the giant wars.
0: Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Dope.
3: Covered in tattoos. Putting it out there.
2: (laughs) Covered in tattoos. I my character will probably be shirtless and wear enough tattoos that it looks like I'm wearing something.
3: Yeah, and I
0: I think that's another thing about it too, right? Is that these warriors um, would be able to like really brave the elements, and the idea would be that they'd be able be able to use whatever weapons, whether that be their own body. Like they are never stuck in a corner. And that's kind of the idea.
3: Um, I do love this, especially because it makes me feel like if we ever encounter a weapon, it could enter your like litter of weapons. <laughs> Easily.
2: I feel like I have a bunch of whole empty holsters on me at all times just in case. I wear cargo pants because you never know. <laughs>
3: cargo
1: pants, no shirt.
3: Exactly. I, I want to point out that since I did roll my character, I want to warn everyone I have a minus two to strength. So. Sick. Just Hell like yes. emotionally, I'm all, I'm just fully living that dexterity life.
0: You got to. <laughs> got so
3: it. I'm hearty, but not in a <laughs> strong way. <laughs> so I, I
0: think that so um as we had kind of set up in our session zero for Eldermorn. Sort of the idea of this world is that there is this one continent that is the known world, uh, and uh, the bottom half of the continent, like the south half. Is the Undermountain Empire that Outerboro is a part of, and above it uh, is sort of this wild, frosty north um, where there are giants and stuff. Almost kind of think like wildlings from Game of Thrones. So for perhaps lack of a better, in the um, in comparison. the past were
3: we more dealing with um were we more dealing with threats to Outerboro from. Up north, yeah. You, you guys were
0: never so. You guys were always part of the Empire when you guys were even young. So you guys were kind of like the pride of Outerbro. Like, yeah, we're fighting for the Empire. The pride Supertext. of Outerbro. Yeah. So Fuck like, yeah. So <laughs> you guys, you guys were like, we are the ones in there doing the real fighting. Like, you guys would get sent in deep, where it would be, you know, soldiers and stuff from the Empire would get sent up into these mountain ranges to. um Sort of do like a pincer effect to catch these, uh, North folk as they're coming down and trying mm. to attack. And you guys would be sent in almost to like flank them, like come in from behind. And it's, yes. it's almost like a Spartan thing where, you know, like one of you guys could take out like a hundred. Uh, oh, other soldiers. yes, we could. Again,
3: yeah, right. this yes is so sick. All of our first rolls are going to be like one Na- through four. N-
0: nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I already rolled a two. I rolled a two to even talk about my character. I would
3: love, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I rolled a six. We all rolled so poorly to talk Sub about ten. our characters. Sub <laughs> uh... 10. <laughs> the single digits <laughs> um i do have a i do have a question like uh is there an element of secrecy to what we do because we are like because we have been dispatched in this like elite military sense are there things that we've seen that we're not allowed to, for to um dissipate to the common folk
0: Ooh, yeah, we could we could probably talk about that at some point. I would yeah, I would think that there was probably like uglier parts of the war and stuff that probably you would be expected not to disclose. Like you guys I think cool. were very you you know, it's not like the unsullied or something where you were like kidnapped and like brought up and forced to do this. This was something that you elected to do, but it's still like once you join You're almost in a cult. You know what I mean? Like you, you have joined to be like. I'm gonna prove to myself that I can do this. And now, you know, it's been a hundred years, and your character can kind of deal with that in whatever, whatever way you see fit. Did
1: the mage go mad? Like on uh, during our tenure there? Like, are we the the last people that watched the mage go mad?
3: (laughs) that's so heartbreaking if like this was a person who like basically set up our yeah. lives set our lives into motion and then like became cruel
1: yeah you yeah. have to Thed watch them
3: we have that I should live
1: to see the last days of maybe that was
0: dude maybe that was even your guys adventure because we are doing so these characters I don't know if we've mentioned this it's crazy we haven't mentioned this you guys are gonna be level 11 uh so these guys are pretty far along so we can say that at one point these characters in their prime were probably like level 15 or 16 so they've lost a little bit of a step you know that's so cool
1: to have been able to do something and now and it's like the power's gone away
0: so yeah. maybe maybe it is a situ- <sighs> maybe it is a situation that the mage who gave you guys your powers that was sort of the big bad in your campaign that you guys did when you were like younger, mm-hmm. and you guys so we had to him. like
3: basically kill our almost our dad in a way.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh I think, yeah. I think that's pretty rad. Uh, and, oh And yeah. then after yeah maybe and then it kind of gets dissolved and everybody else has kind of died off. Whoa.
3: And and Lou's character is trying to keep it alive. My character is responding to it by like trying to start over, and then Bo became a motivational speaker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bo just trying to just make peace with everything. (laughs) Uh,
2: Can I ask how? uh, On that kind of note, how old did we have to be to join? Like, is this something where we like were like six? Or was it like eight like eight sixteen eighteen? This
0: this would be like sixteen eighteen. This would be, you know, when you decided when like recruiters came around and were like, you know, chance for power and glory, a hundred gold to every person who signs up for the Outerboro Army, you know, that type of yeah. thing. And electing to kind of take the harder route for glory. And um I, I think it's something like the night's watch a little bit too, where there are probably some people who who Think they're going to be able to do it and then end up not taking their oath and not going through with it. Right.
3: I keep, I'm still thinking about this freaking mad mage and like what I, you have to come up with this person's name and the giant wars, just knowing that like in our, in the biography of our life, there's giant wars and a mad mage. Oh my goodness.
2: I mean, to play a 142 year old character, but actually like, (laughs) I, I don't know. I feel I feel like I've played like I don't, I'm not sure I've played 150 like yeah. older characters before that yeah. have like seemingly lived I mean, as much as yeah. our characters are uh, have. Yeah. This is exciting. Are we roommates? Yeah. Are we roommates? <laughs> I I, would I, don't def- know that- I
3: could definitely be roommates. I mean, I could be living in like the. I would probably be turning mine. I could also like not be retired and be just like moving towards like a more peaceful.
0: The order is disbanded, essentially. So I think there right. is so- something
3: nice, though, that I'm still that I'm still engaged in the um in the actions of the order. But I just like for every life I take, I like plant a tree. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it also is cool that we're like all separated. Maybe like if the order is disbanded, we're like the last three, and we're coming together for that one last job.
3: Yeah. Type of thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, can I? Ooh. Yeah. Can I live in whatever our guild hall used to be with nobody else? Oh my,
3: oh my god. god. Yes. yes. Nothing but yes, bats in the ceiling. <laughs>
1: You haven't, big, you, you haven't changed building. any of the posters out. Yeah. Are, it's all exactly. the same. You're just clinging onto the glory days.
0: It's a storage facility. Yeah, it's basically like a barracks, and they just let you stay yeah. in the back room. Oh God! And so I'm sad. constantly
2: trying to get you guys to come and just spend the night. <laughs> it's like, hey, come on down. It's, it's, you remember, it's just like oh the old times. You know, it'll be it'll be us.
1: Yeah, you know that's why I don't want to go.
2: <laughs> I've got all. Oh, I set up the bunk beds. We got the cots out. You remember the cots? Are <laughs> yeah, you,
1: you trying to lure cots. me with cots, man? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got all of our bindles from when we were uh, when we were up north. <laughs> I, I dug them out. I got all the blood off of them. <laughs> Come on down. You
1: cleaned the bindles. I
3: think I've. I think I'm squatting in a um, in a broken windowed greenhouse. Yeah. Or I could run a plant shop. Oh,
0: I mean, yeah, if you've become like an herbalist, (laughs) that's kind of fun of of like if you're kind of on the, uh, not on the edge of town, but if you're just, you know, away from the castle a little bit, like in the town square. I think I run a plant
3: shop um, and it's not very successful and I'm in a lot of debt because I'm not very good at growing them yet.
1: Cool. I li- I think I want to live in like um a family's cellar, like a place that's too damp for anybody <laughs> to rent, but like I'm from the bog, so I'm fine yeah. with it and I sometimes babysit.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> I would not trust you to fucking babysit my kids. T- I'm teaching a- the a kids.
2: And- a 30-year-old man babysitting children.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to be 99 so that uh so that my uh triple digit is right around the Corner.
1: Oh, that will be cool to celebrate your 100th birthday. Yeah. I like the idea of being 135, just 100 years older oh, than I am now. Yeah,
3: can one yeah. of the episodes <laughs> just be a party? So I think from what it
0: sounds like, it's maybe uh, Lou's character is the only one who's there, who's like dealing with the day-to-day in the castle. Yeah. So maybe and that'll kind of be like the opening. And of yeah, the Lou's like the one world. that wants yeah. to get the
1: gang back together, right? Trying to yeah. lure us there with like bindles and cots. So,
0: so I think maybe <laughs> maybe Lou has kind of like an honored position amongst like the king's advisors um Ooh, but his his good. like influence is kind of like dwindling uh and then i think i sit all the way at the end of the f- <laughs> the furthest end of the and table. it has nothing to do with never wearing a shirt right <laughs> yeah
3: you like never get the invites always arrive too late you get invites that are like there's a meeting yesterday
0: Right. A lot of showing up to empty rooms being like
1: the Raven got lost. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Yes. Lord Diaz. We should get more rusty swords. Anyway, (laughs) let's talk about the coin. Um, But yeah. And then I I, I almost imagine um, M's characters and Jake's characters. You guys are probably almost eking out a meager existence based on, you know, a little bit of like the goodwill of your folklore. You know, like I would imagine yeah. while a lot of people would be like, ah, most of that stuff's fake. Most of that stuff's not real. There would be some people that would be like, uh, she she fought in the fights against like uh, the North Folk and everything. We should, um, you know, go easy on rent this month with her
1: yeah. and, and things like that. <laughs> not a victor from I the abandoned that-
3: plant shop. I think one of the reasons my plant shop isn't doing well is because I also grow a lot of poisonous plants and I keep accidentally mixing them up and sending people home with poison. So
0: you're a murderer. (laughs) You're an actual murderer hey so my cat ate one of the plants and spit up oh. yeah, the
1: kids that i babysit i'm really bad at keeping them from eating the plants too
2: you guys see this is the thing you got to stop babysitting and you got to stop running a plant shop and you got to come back and sleep on a cot all right now i'll tell you no Murder way to hurt a kid sleeping on a cot
3: in my bones uh,
0: sweet guys uh this all sounds super super fun i'm super excited to get into this um well hop right into this next week. And of course, uh, I think we're going to wrap this one oh. up uh, to end the episode. Um, Lou. I will be dropping my name. He's got that name. Come on. Oh We've He's got it, that. Hit us with that Holy name. Holy shit. Hit us with that the name. The
2: name of my character, my birth name, mm. is Jafari Hightower. Yes. However, <laughs> the name I earned during the giant wars that was given to me by the giants that is... Pretty much what I am known as in uh, Outerboro is Jafari the Small.
0: Whoa. Whoa. Jafari the Small. I love that. And also you should be
2: like six foot three. Oh, 100%. Jafari the Small. (laughs) For a giant, I am small. But for... Us, I'm normal. Can
3: can we write into our backstory that at one point we like essentially all three of us like lived amongst the giants for a short time because of some like or like to learn their ways or maybe there was like some like weather event that like we were up there to fight but then but there was this huge weather event we got stuck there and then we just kind of like cohabitated with them?
0: Yeah, I think (laughs) I think you guys would have more experience than most with things like Uh, that. Like I think that as the empire there's this feeling of these north folk like they are the enemy but as somebody as people who are like behind enemy lines you're like oh there's all these barbarian tribes and everything but there's like this like coalition of North folk who want to conquer the entire continent, just like the empire wants to conquer, you know, the continent. But then there are other people who are just like, I want my, I just want my land. I just want to like live out here. We are trying to eke out an existence in this, in this tough area. And then there's people who maybe joined the war because it's like, it's too fucking cold up here. We can't grow anything. We can't do anything. So there's like sympathetic people who are, you know, kind of for the war to defeat the empire. There's, you know, people who, who just kind of want to conquer the empire and get all their riches. And then you guys probably also met people who were like, Whoa, we're a different kind of crew of giants. We got nothing to do with, with this situation. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm.
3: So I cool. I may pivot so that the um so that the uh plants that Tarragon grows are all like giant plants that got like fucked up by the Whoa. giant wars. And she's like trying to help repopulate them.
0: And they would be big That's as cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and the they idea that these giant. plants are all massive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they need like crazy cold
1: conditions.
3: Yeah. This
1: is the biggest cucumber I've ever seen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't eat it, it's very poisonous. Uh, sweet,
0: uh, that all sounds super fun, everybody. Um, why don't we go ahead and wrap this one up? Um, we're going to be uh, doing uh, an after show. Well, not an after show for this necessarily. I think uh, we're going to be doing something, some bonus content for Patreon um, after this. Maybe we'll do another d d court, I think. So oh, uh, yeah. if you'd like to listen to that, head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Ooh, wow. Uh, Lou, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, you guys can uh, check out my
2: uh, debut single, Coda. Uh, will have been released and likely available on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, uh, wherever you guys get your music. Follow me on Instagram at Sweet Lou Sweet Lou Z-I-N-H-O. Sweet Lou, Z-I-N-H-O.
0: Nice, congratulations, uh, man! Does, any- congratulations. Thank you. Uh, does anybody else have anything to plug?
1: Yes, I'd like to shout out the PO Box. Ooh. We've got Ooh. some lovely, lovely holiday notes from Annie M, who is a chaplain resident in Texas, in Texas, aka a real life cleric. So, uh, thank you for that. Lovely holiday note. Margin Charge and Alex the Sarge also sent a lovely holiday letter. Thank you guys very much for your service in the hospital. You are the true heroes. Thank you. Uh, D'Angelo sent us a very nice note as well, and a photo collage of their trip to Manchester. Oh man, shout out to Manchester.
3: that is, that is just truly. It's, it's beautiful and painful to think about Manchester. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be back. I we will be, be back.
1: back. There. Uh, and Mitchell W sent us a box of cigars. Hell mm. yes. yes. Sorry, thank you, what? Mitch. Um, and Michelle sent us a lovely postcard. Thank you, Michelle. John also sent a postcard. And you might know John better as the creator of the Every Nat 20 in Nadpod Pod video. Uh, so thank you very much Ooh. for chronicling our crits. Oh, my goodness.
3: Thank Please you. don't um, chronicle in the other way. We'd like to forget those ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just the 20s, please. Lopiera <laughs> sent us a chord of uh, sheet, uh, sent us chord sheet music for all of Tread Never's music. Oh my God. Whoa. They also included a letter of fun marine biology facts. So thank you very wow. much for that. And we'll continue shouting these out uh, next week. You guys honor us.
0: Yes, thank you all hilarious. so much. Um, have a happy new year, everybody. Uh, we're recording this a little bit yeah. ahead of time, but it's about to be the new year. Hopefully 2021's better. Let's hope.
3: I. It is really funny. All the people who talked about uh, listening to our first episode of 2020 and us being like, the year of the double crit. We we're so hopeful. And I, no, I think mm. we were right, though. We just got crit on. We, got we crit didn't on. do the critting. Mm, we got right. crit on.
0: Let's do the That's opposite this it. year. 2021 yes. is going to suck ass.
3: So <laughs>
0: fucking <laughs> brace it. Yeah brace for it
3: let's exactly. make that prediction
0: 2021
2: 20, is gonna roll like shit all day long <laughs> yeah uh. we
0: just gotta endure uh sweet everybody um uh you can follow us all on well lou you're not on twitter you're on instagram though uh, uh lou what's your instagram again plug it one more time uh at sweet uh that's at sweet lou z-i-n-h-o uh, so follow Lou on Instagram. You can follow the rest of us on Twitter, at me, at CALDIESCALDWELL, at Emily and at Jake is Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D.
2: We, we are, are, we are, the youth of the nation. are, we are, we are, the youth of the, the nation.
0: It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Y'all
3: continue to treat us so nice.
0: Oh, wow. What a nice (laughs) Southern lady. Uh, (laughs) Starting with Julia Walsh, Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, and Matt M., the giant council who ruled in favor of leniency and peace with the Lou crew, even though all of them kept insisting they were bred in a lab to be the ultimate weapons and breathing fire and whispering to their weapons.
3: And, of course, we got Jordan DJ, Cutter W., Jibe G., Zolo Dolo, and Dylan B., The Mad Mages. Technically, though, they never went mad because they had the love and support of each other. Wow.
0: Schubert the Mushroom, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M., Beardman Dan, and Scott D., the owners of a seed shop. They always uh, look at pity with tarragon when she comes in, knowing how few seedlings will clear the charred dirt she plants them in.
3: Danny P., Elena C., Mixologist Michael McD., and Balnor's Boy, a group of giants that found the loo crew during the giant wars after playing chess with their bodies, they were delighted to learn that their new chess pieces could speak.
0: Andrew B., Justin I., TJM the gnome Barbarian, Elena M., Traley the Crayfay, and Jared E., knights that follow a specific code in Heronford. One, protect the king. Two, hold open the door for strangers. And three, absolutely raz those loser bloodbound freaks.
3: Christopher B., Austin Bonesaw, MR, Damiel R., Cyborg version of Josh the Cobalt, and Octolick. The blacksmith union who have been desperately trying to forge a weapon that will talk back to Jafari. They just feel bad for him.
0: Gay M, Skokilla, Richard X Machina, Michael L, and Kelvin Noodles, Thurston, Bright Leaps, Leapers. They are the Petty King's dance troupe whose moves consist entirely of soaring leaps.
3: Sergio, Salazar, Solomon Sakarias de Sequani, Trash the Traveler, Jory S, Dana G, Callum L, and Ryan cot makers, who have said that overall, the Eldermorn campaign has been amazing for the small and humble bed business. The cot industry is booming!
0: Jack L, Flawless Whale, Temporal, Sam L, Nicholas C, and Reese NS, the marketing team that came up with the name The Pride of Outerboro for Heronford. Sam L really pushed for the Bane of Outerboro, Flawless Whale fought hard for the Gem of Outerboro, and Reese NS championed the Innie of Outerboro, which actually almost won.
3: Samuel B, Mike H, Meth E, Colton B, and Adam G, a group of concerned elder Mortians. I guess that's what we're calling them, who felt the need to point out that Monk sounds a lot like Fonk, Bonk, and Zonk, and that this bit will likely not die with this arc.
0: Oh no, Mateo C, Nabadger, Panama James, and Adrian the Halfling Bard, the Play Doctor Mask Boutique where Bo shops for his vast and expensive collection.
3: Dan! Nikki W., Grace G., Drew Nasty, CC Lulu, the lobbyists for eldermore's four biggest cigar companies who are desperately trying to establish Bo as a cigar smoker in Fia's absence.
0: Jay, Barnzenator, Douglas A., and Michelle O., the giant gardeners who taught Tarragon everything she knows. It should be specified that knowing something doesn't mean you can necessarily do it.
3: Timmy R., Lucas B., Aaron S., and Kevin M., the hard-hitting journalists who covered the giant wars and eventually turned the people of Eldermorn against the war.
0: Austin C., hogfish's above-average hog. New York, Stephen C., KJ, and Michael M., Jafari's roommates who are forced to deal with rusty weapons mounted all over the walls, and even worse, rusty dishes in the sink.
3: Raul N., Mike K., Maxwell C., and Nick L., the newest employees at Tarragon's plant shop. There is a lot of turnaround because the staff is constantly being accidentally poisoned. Be careful, everybody!
0: Karen T. Ekathor666, Justin Raccoon, Nick W., and Michael C. The test subjects who were given a placebo while the rest of the Bloodbound were given superpowers. Whoa. The placebo gave them a ton of confidence, okay. which unfortunately led to them being slammed into oblivion by a bunch of giants.
3: Yikes. As me am, Spartagnus Nathan. Casimir the All Knowing, Big Bad Beardo the Mad. The kids' Bo babysits. They're not intimidated by their super soldier guardian, mostly because he spends most of the time talking about the born identity.
0: Eric McD, Jack Meehoff. Burly T, Axel A, Nero, Claudius Caesar, Augustus Germanicus, and Christian A, nasty teens who sneak into Tarragon's plant shop and smoke up all her sweet giant herb. Little do they know it's essentially giant oregano and has no actual effect, but they're still the coolest kids at Er Outerboro High School.
3: (laughs) Jay Dragonborn, the Sandrian, Ben A., and Feldonis, conspiracy theorist radio hosts who believe that the Mad Mage was actually an alien controlled by the government. Bookvar is a frequent listener, and it honestly explains why he's so scared all the time.
0: Dave H., Catherine S., David K., Christian S., Keith K., and Brittany B., the owners of the sword shop at Outerboro's Failing Mall. If it weren't for all of Jafari's purchases, this ill-conceived store surely would be out of business by now.
3: Kyle H, Emilio D, Frankie Koala, Big Bad John, Aston S, and Blair the Bug Blair Barbarian. Cameron Diaz's agents who lobbied hard for her to be on our podcast and are pretty aghast that she didn't speak during the appearance, but don't worry, you're gonna get your 10% either way.
0: Ponk Chop, Chanel M, Argent, Alice, Minette F, Pat L, and Akutha A. Previous monks of the Order who saw the Mad Mage slowly losing their mind, luckily they all decided to pivot and open up a deli, and it's going great since they make sandwiches so fast.
3: Lauren H., Josh D., Janina E., Maddie Y., the eldest Barry, and Ryan S., owners of a rival plant shop that prides itself on selling non-dead looking plants, but little do they know, that's the whole charm of Tarragon Shop.
0: The Bone Duster, Joshua H, Robit, CRSP, Idrisil, Brentley C. Weapon salespeople who can spot Jafari coming a mile away. Sometimes they just listen for the pillowing of his cargo pants. When he approaches, they know to raise all the prices on their cool swords since he simply can't resist.
3: Micah B, Carly Ann, Clark of the Thunderfucks, Jorge C, and Connor Savage sprites who live in the mountainous regions of Outerborough and all wear really tiny little puffer vests to keep warm. Their light is a little diffused, but it's too adorable to do things any other way.
0: Russell H., Christopher J.O., Cole the Goldfish Gremlin, Logan S., and Dread Pirate, Jacoby Roberts, Captain of the Enchantress, knights who make fun of the Bloodbound because they do things by way of steel. Little do they know, steel is also used to make spoons, so Bloodbound is still way cooler when considered theoretically.
3: Leviathan, Demi A, BioQuirt 7, Remington CD, Mike R, and Everett P, dog trainers who trained Babino's old dog. But that was over a decade ago, so the training is fully worn off. Thankfully, the do- dog simply is just too old to misbehave
0: carson e sean k julia w lindsey w and adam c chefs who are trying to recreate the wildly popular dish of shrimp scampi up north but all the lakes are frozen and so far the scampi has had to go shrimpless keep trying folks uh that's it for this week thank you all so much for listening thank you to all of our listeners all of our Benevolent Council of Elders, and of course, all of our Patreon subscribers. And
3: Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. You beautiful, beautiful ears that we talk talking to. Uh,
0: Happy New Year's <laughs> to everybody. Uh, you can head on over to our Patreon. If you want to listen to our after show, we did a D&D court this week. Uh, so check that out. Uh, in the meantime, we'll see y'all next
4: year. Bye, sweeties. That was a hit gum podcast.